0: Welcome to First Hand, the podcast where we hear firsthand accounts of the most important moments in history from the people who lived them. I'm Devin Field. I'm Greg Gallant. And we are... Back again, ready to talk history, ready to talk gaffes.
1: Yeah, not history so
0: much anymore. No, I don't even know why I still cling to the word. This podcast podcast has become like the History Channel itself. It's no longer about history. Uh, It's not grounded in that as an identity anymore. So if that's what you came here for, you're not getting it. Yeah, go back to season one when everything was serious, okay?
1: My nerds. Get out
0: of here!
1: Now we're just talking gaffs, but I will say it worked. We sold out. We're rich now. I mean, this we're raking in every week. Uh, cha ching, cha ching. Uh, firsthand you know sold I mean. out, and we're proud to say now the Firsthand Cruise has also
0: sold out. It's baby. also sold out, and it's that sold is out. And what I what people have been pushing back on when I explained to them that it sold out. Is that they think that's pretty directly connected to the fact that we really lowered the number of tickets available. Mm-hmm. And it's I don't I can't articulate why that's not the case, but it isn't the case. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Demand was high, I guess, is my point.
1: Yeah, demand was high. Um, we we did for safety reasons, obviously, lower the capacity of the crews and a lot of people too. another thing that people push back on is that they say. Because I'd say about 80% of our ticket sales are people who've promised they're gonna pay us on the day. And now a lot of people say that doesn't count as being sold out, but we are holding well, those it products. doesn't
0: it doesn't register into the metrics. I don't want to get too technical, but it doesn't register mm-hmm. into the metrics as immediately as when you pay ahead of time. Obviously mm-hmm. that's going to get into our inbox in a certain way. But we know these people are good for it, and um, yeah, and some of them, frankly, I was too scared to ask for payment from in any real way. These are desperate men seeking mm-hmm. passage away from the United States. I mean, this is a this is beginning to attract a strange but cool crowd.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is. I think it's going to be an experience. So, look here's here's my sell at the moment. Even if you don't like this podcast. Even if you're not enticed... you hate this. Even if you're not enticed by our travel itinerary, which includes Persian Gulf, Somalian Coast, French Polynesia, and the South Pole. Even if you don't want to
0: check all those areas. All bucket list locations for me. Come for the people watching. I think we're going to (laughs) have... This is a really eclectic bunch. Yeah, okay. This is like a. This is like one of the salons in the Algonquin Hotel mm-hmm. uh, with those writers. You know, this is mm-hmm. you could be sitting next to Ayn Rand or someone equally unpleasant.
1: Yeah, um, and actually, that does segue nicely into some news, Deb. We got well, we, gotta, good we got someone. We got Ayn Rand. She is she be will there. be doing stand-up. She's doing yes. stand-up
0: for the first time. And it's um the it's so cool. Her act is great. At first, she sort of scolds the audience for wasting their money for being there at mm-hmm. all. Um, and then she does this long chunk um that I, it's like her um you should learn a trade bit. And I think yeah. that one is just kills because she's what? just like destroying hecklers, you know.
1: I think it's her confidence, too, because she really doesn't care about anyone laughing but herself. <laughs> like, she only cares about herself liking it. Which is and it, uh,
0: That's the true art of stand-up mm-hmm. is, um, fuck you, this is what me and my buddies think is funny.
1: Yeah, so she's going to be doing the set from her latest album, Atlas Laughed, and... Uh, <laughs> So, I mean, there's more. There's more to it than just firsthand. On Monsanto presents the firsthand cruise.
0: Yeah, um, pretty rich programming itinerary. You know, so, it's, it's it's like that Meryl Streep um, boat movie uh, that just came out, where she's giving up sort of a lecture series on a cruise in the uh, in the Atlantic Crossing. What was that movie on HBO Max? People are screaming at their radios. Is something that did say
1: uh, I. Do not! I have no earthly idea what you're talking it, about. Because it's
0: some like sentence fragment title, like listeners. I'm. Can you believe I'm looking up a Meryl Streep movie to verify its title? Kramer. Uh, yes, that's it. Kramer. Kramer. And uh,
1: <laughs> it's a biopic.
0: <laughs> Meryl Streep stars as Cra It's kind of a Joker esque origin story of Kramer. Mm-hmm. Let them all talk is the title of the film.
1: Because I don't think I think he needs a Joker esque origin story because it's like none of us can even picture what Kramer would look like unhinged in front of a small audience, just losing <laughs> it. Like how how would right. that even look?
0: It's, it's it would be so ex- cinematically exciting because you'd mm. be like, This is untread a first. This is a, a territory we've never been before. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is something fresh and new and exciting. Uh
1: so, he's sort of there. like the
0: Heath Ledger's Joker, where you're really unsure where this man came from. <laughs> yeah. actually, yes. Yeah. So anyway, um, Kramer will also be there. Michael Richards, I think, is going to be returning to stand up on the cruise. He's opening for Ayn Rand. We didn't want to give him a headliner yeah. slot yet. We don't think yeah. he's ready for that.
1: <laughs> We're not the kind of people who are just going to let Michael Richards headline okay uh, but we <laughs> do have him booked and yeah it is one As of those comedy opening bookers, that's
0: that's exactly where our morality begins mm-hmm. is like well hey yes
1: we would never let a, a piece of shit headline but we will let them open we will let them feature and we will give them the money that the headliner would have made yeah that's uh,
0: um you know that's comedy in 2021 um Anyway, we hope that sorry to anyone who didn't get a ticket for the listenership. Um, but, but you know. can still join the
1: mailing list to be on the blast uh the morning of at 3 a.m. when we let people know, and then you can come try to stow away if you want. Um, yeah,
0: please. Because- we welcome any attempts at stowaway. We think that'll be a fun part of the launch, is yeah. you know, throwing finding people in compartments and going, you're not supposed to be here and throwing them off the ship. Um so it's going to be a crucial part of, of the gig yeah.
1: Um But should we get to, get to the gaff of the week, Dev?
0: Get to the gaff. Speaking of which, I wish Jim Gaffigan had committed some type of faux pas at some point because we could have done a gaffigan gaff episode. Oh, Listeners, man. if you can think of any gaffes that Jim Gaffigan well, has ever made,
1: what would have been ideal is if he did two because then we could do a gaff yeah, again and a gaffigan gaff again episode. Yeah.
0: That's That should be a title of one of his comedy albums, Gaff Again, Gaffs Again. It
1: should. It should. <sighs> Listeners, way, yes. if you Let's know of two Gaff Again gaps, let us know. If you know of one, keep it to your fucking self. Yeah, but if you know of really. two, that would be don't awesome. Don't at me. So this week, we are discussing an all-time great gaffe. Uh, we are talking about... Miss Teen South Carolina 2007, everyone. We remember
0: this viral vid.
1: You must remember this from her performance at the Miss Teen USA 2007 pageant. Uh, Pretty great gap. So, as you guys know, I'm going to run down the gaps now. Last week, Devin said that I got too in depth. He's being a bit of a little Goldilocks ass bitch, if you ask me. Hey, well, week. I like
0: things just
1: right, you know? All right. Well, here we go. So Lauren Caitlin Upton, uh, more frequently known as Kate Upton, a model, no relation,
2: but no relation, decided please. consciously
1: to make that change, uh, was Miss Teen South Carolina 2007. She went on to compete at Miss Teen USA. Uh, she gained international notoriety for her and I am reading straight from Wikipedia right now. Convoluted and nonsensical response to a question posed to her by Friday Night Lights' Amy Teagarden. The question was uh, Julie, Julie Taylor. Julie you know? Taylor. Now, there's someone who never made a gaffe. You know? No. She had literally everyone in America would fucking kill for those to be their parents and then you look at the kid who had those parents and you go yep seems right <laughs> turned out great not an ungrateful piece of shit at all had the same
0: values you yeah. know passed on successfully yes
1: but Julie Taylor asks recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the US on a world map why do you think that is and Upton responded and I quote I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some uh, people out there in our nation don't have maps. And uh, I believe that our education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere, like such as, and I believe that they should, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. uh, or uh, should help South Africa and should help the Iraq, and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future for our children. And quote. At which point, the camera... You, that
0: the audience uh, applauded and said, good answer, good answer. And Steve Husky turned to the board. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: I was going to say,
1: Mario Lopez's look is perhaps the greatest moment of the entire thing. Yeah. I mean, this is a mm-hmm. man I mean, I guess he's trained well, okay? Because this is a man who's had to hold in laughter around Tiffany Amber Thiessen, okay? Mm -hmm. Around Mm -hmm. some of the greatest
0: gossler, comedic comedy titans
1: of our Uh, time. Uh, Well, um, so he holds it in. She goes. She winds up going on the Today Show to talk about her gaffe, where she defends herself, saying, "Personally, my friends and I, we know exactly where the U.S." is on a map and don't know anyone who doesn't i think this if the statistics are correct i believe there should be more emphasis on geography in our education so people will learn how to read maps better a good so that was her
0: makeup answer on the today Mm -hmm. show the next day like they gave her another crack at it
1: Mm -hmm. you wound up modeling for such companies as nautica and wrangler appearing in magazines like 17 and cosmo girl and later signed with Donald Trump's modeling agency in New York City. She appeared. In yikes, Weezer. everybody. Big yikes. Big yikes. I mean, mm-hmm. but that was 2007 you know, or so. So no one knew that Donald Trump wasn't a stand-up guy back then.
0: Yeah, you know? it just hadn't come out. It just wasn't. There, un- was there was no way to know. Well, he was such an enigma at that point. You know, uh, he was a really unknowable figure uh, mm-hmm. in public media and public life.
1: Sort of a Gatsby, really. His um, Gatsby. Right.
0: Like nightmare? you kind of projected yourself onto his blank canvas. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you and I both had a sham college and a steak business that sucked. So I think it was very easy for us to protect. Some of the best years of my life,
0: to be honest with you, mm-hmm. running those. So
1: eventually, Ms. Upton appeared in the Weezer music video Pork and Beans she was a contestant yes, on course. the Amazing Race and eventually she married a personal trainer and became a real estate agent in Brentwood Los Angeles and i think we can all think of at least one famous Brentwood residence. so uh, you know Adam Sandler Sandler's house
0: mm-hmm. with the bloody gloves
1: all right so Devin mm-hmm. well, Forest uh, well, 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 we're forest gumps. We've experienced
0: every major event in American history. There. Sure, we can undercut it like Greg if we wanted to and, and deny our powerful mythological history, but yeah, we're we're Robert Zemeckis's forest comps. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna apologize for it anymore. I've experienced every event of history, okay? Sorry. <sighs> I'm just pissed.
1: <laughs> What's up with the today? <laughs> What's just, going on?
0: Ugh. I just, I really wanted to be a model for Donald Trump's modeling agency for a really long time. So to hear about someone else getting there deservedly and also legitimately, um, I can't imagine how much people are exploited in the world of modeling. And so who knows what kind of options she was presented with when she did sign with Donald Trump's modeling agency. I'm sure in many ways her life was a hell (laughs) at this point in life. Um, But anyway, we were Forrest Gump's and we experienced this. And Greg, it sounded like you were asking me to tell the listeners how I was uh, involved in this event in history.
1: I was, I was.
0: So I will. As everyone knows, um, and this is something I also won't apologize for, I worked for George W. Bush between the years of 2000 and 2008. Um, I was a member of that White House, you know, Um, I can't hide that fact and I won't. I won't say I'm proud of the work we did because we didn't do shit. We jerked off and kind of, you know, played um, pranks on each other around the office and watched a lot of the office. It was kind of, you know, coming in mm-hmm. the air at that time. And um,
1: British too, or just American? Yeah,
0: we did start with the British a little bit, but when I put it on the other uh, Bush administration employees, mercilessly attacked me I mean they it was started as sort of good-natured roasting and then it really became violent hazing uh and so then we did just kind of quietly wait for the American one to come out you know if there's Uh, yeah if there's
1: one thing you know that Condoleezza Rice does not do it's cringe and you can look at every time she's tried to act and and that'll check
0: out I promise mm -hmm. that's right so i was of course working in the department of education because um i had no experience in education but one day i walked into the building and just said uh this looks like my fucking desk you shit kickers and they really responded to that level of toxic alpha male uh drive uh and so they just kind of gave me a seat and i was working the department of education and you know, we were taking a lot of heat in the back half of the administration. No Child Left Behind had crashed and burned in pretty huge, mm-hmm. demonstrable ways, and an entire generation of American public school children were lost uh, mm-hmm. in ways that uh, are now going to fruition. So mm. we were really looking for a W. You know, <laughs> to to, to, ah. to invoke the prez. Uh, we were looking for a W, and I'm not talking about that Oliver Stone hack job. We were looking for. Uh, Who played oh, you man. in that, Devin? It was uh, Neil Patrick Harris.
1: Ah, it was of it, part dude. of the comeback. It was part of the yeah. comeback. Yeah,
0: it was sort of like, right, like, you know, early How I Made Your Mother. They are like, okay, this guy's back and he's a star. You know, mm-hmm. um, really flattering. Really lovely portrayal. In say, the, yeah. His one scene in the movie, he is getting his head put in a toilet. Um, and uh, it was really dignified. So I, I, we were looking for a win and I was tasked with coming up with a bold new direction and a new specific focus for the United States department of education. And I, man, I sweat the details on this. I was nose to the grindstone working the shit out and I got it. And I had just prepared my presentation and I finished it and I got, you know what? I got the presentation tomorrow in the morning but I'm done I'm ready. Let me just watch some TV. Let me watch The Misdemeanors USA pageant. Pretty normal thing for yeah, a guy to just toss on yeah, you know, throw it on at Beauty the end magic. of the night. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just unwind, turn your brain off a little bit, you know. And uh, and so I'm watching it and I see Lauren go up and answer this question this way. And as she's giving her answer, I open my binder, pull up to page. Her answer is verbatim my mission statement. Okay, I mean identical. And Whoa. you know, it's like, well, how am I going to turn this in tomorrow? Is Team USA just just gave away the secret? You know, I would, and I was like, also, does the way she says it? I wonder if this idea makes any sense at all you know i started doubting the core concept which i really never should have because it's very strong it's solid, yeah you know and it's and it's just maps it's just we we do maps better we should let's do maps better was basically mm-hmm. what it was and you and also had a bit about helping you also wanted to help the iraq i've always wanted to help the iraq i think that's perfectly clear i mean who mm-hmm. does it And the South Africa's and such as, you know, so um, so this was, you know, this was exactly in line with my policy and I doubted it. And I thought maybe I should throw this away. But I persevered. I presented it at the next cabinet meeting. It was a home run. And we ended up actually bringing Lauren Caitlin Upton into the Department of Education. A lot of people don't know that she was the Secretary oh. of Education for, uh, from oh. the week after her appearance. She became the Secretary of Education. And
1: uh, Well, that and, wasn't on her on her wiki. Was she like a black ops Secretary of it was, Education? Hush, hush.
0: Yeah, a yeah. shadow secretary. <laughs> you know, she was, it, the, believe me, there is a such thing as a shadow cabinet. And she mm. was in it.
1: Um, that's just that everyone's stressing out about who Biden's putting in his cabinet. And it's like,
0: it doesn't matter. Cabinet.
1: The shadow cabinet is what matters.
0: <laughs> yes. Trust me. And they're the ones that throw the best parties, honestly, you know, so, um, so it ended up really becoming a cornerstone of the Bush education policy was this exact answer. And wow. I, the numbers ended up really showing that people did end up helping the South Africa and the Rack and the Everywhere such as. So I stand by it.
1: It sounds like you did a great job and
0: she Thank did you. a great job. I don't know how anyone could say otherwise.
1: Yeah, so, because uh, the kids who were educated under that regime are becoming adults now and look where we are.
0: Yes, exactly. They are learning how to they know exactly how to take in news and mm-hmm. uh you know internalize it and and remember, uh, they're leading the way in so many ways. So many ways. What Greg. about you, Greg? How were you involved?
1: Uh well, Devin, I as you know, I've I've been a bit of a tour a bit of a renaissance man in my life, done a lot of things. And at that time I was uh, well, I was a bookie. I was a bookmaker, odds maker, I was running the numbers right. for the organized crime. In Pasadena, which is where the page... I didn't mention that. Pasadena Ooh. is where the pageant took place. So,
0: uh, da- Dangerous
1: area that you were I know. In it's so much, so much organized crime there. Um, so obviously, you know, if you're running book for sports and events in Pasadena, there's one big event every year. Mm-hmm.
0: That I think we know what it is.
1: It's making your bread, and that is Miss Teen USA pageant. Huge. So i'm there i'm on the ground okay i'm i'm getting to know the families and everything i got to have the inside info okay because i got to set the odds right or i'm going to be killed and uh you know lauren Caitlin upton is she's up there she's seven to one okay she's one of the she's one of the contenders okay you know yeah. Hillary Cruz who went on to win the pageant, only thirteen to one it was a bit of an upset so you know, I lost a couple okay. of fingers to that. Um, wow! But wow. thankfully, as we found out in my Twenty Three and Me, I'm two percent salamander, so the fingers grew back. Uh, at the time, that, I was uh, just like, "This is lucky." And then later, we did Twenty right. Three and Me, and I was like, "Oh,
0: mm-hmm. yeah." Which has and that's really come in handy for you so many times. I mean, so many it, times. That's the gift that keeps on giving. That salamander. Oh yeah.
1: Well, the weird thing is I cut my fingernails. They don't grow back. So I don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. here. I don't know if that's a salamander thing or what, but anyway, that piece
0: might be a you thing.
1: Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's what all the doctors say. That's what all my uh, ear, nose and uh, fingernail doctors say. Um,
0: They go, "Ugh, this is a you thing. That's what they (laughs) do. Mm hmm. Mm
1: hmm. And they mean an EWE thing because I'm also two percent sheep, and I guess that they don't okay. go back either. So, anyways, got a lot so there's a buzzing gambless, gambling industry around this event, Devin. I it may surprise you to know that um the type of adult male who would attend the teen USA pageant that he didn't know anyone competing in, and the type of adult male who's a degenerate gambler overlaps quite a bit um, it's
0: really fascinating the way yeah just the anthropology of that you would never expect those You'd two cultures never. to meet and then here they are
1: i mean the venn diagram is basically a circle that's a little blurry <laughs> just a slightly <laughs> blurry circle yeah uh so i have to update the odds for live betting right so i had to make several changes to the odds during this one paragraph, man. It was a frenzy, okay? <laughs> because starting off, she gets the question from Tea Garden. Teagarden. Garden normally throws out softball questions. Right. I'm thinking, okay.
0: Yeah, ding, ding, cakewalk. I move
1: her up to one to six to one odds, from seven to one. She's even, She's even more of a favorite now, okay? And then she okay. starts in, I personally believe that U.S. Americans. Uh-oh, that was weird, okay? So now I'm at eight to one. <laughs> are unable to do all these
0: odds. This is like something on the Bill Simmons podcast network. I'm listening to some, the ringer or something here.
1: I mean, and yeah, and it was, it was like that. It was like uncut gems. Cause also in this whole fucking time, I'm in the trunk of my car naked. Right. Uh, (laughs) and my wife, Adele Dezim is in there watching my daughter's piano recital or whatever. I, it was. This is like, things.
0: there's so much, Greg. And see, this is hard for me because there are so many stories you tell me about your life where you insist the whole time you tell me the story. It was exactly like uncut gems. You're always mm-hmm. kind of being like, mm-hmm. you know, so many different anecdotes you've shared right. have had that detail and common.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, Devin. Uh, how many times have our lives been imitated on the silver screen? And a lot. The Safety Brothers. The Safty Brothers got us too. Yeah. I mean, then she throws some us out there. I bump her up to fifteen to one. When she mm-hmm. caught it the Iraq, she's back up to three to one because this is two thousand seven, and Americans right. love that shit. Yeah, uh, they love. Prize. Just, Cultural ignorance, yes. Yes. Uh, but then she says, "Help the Iraq," and I'm like, "Okay, back down to twelve to one," because I don't <laughs> think anyone was really into that. I mean, at this the, point, yeah. at this point, we already know that Iraq did 9/11, and so yeah. Open and check case. Uh, so you know, they bounce around and uh, and then the final three words land, and it's for our children, and I'm like. She stuck the landing, you know. That's a strong close. It's not how you drive. It's how you arrive. You know, Oof. this is this is Carrie Strug with a broken leg stick in the landing. And I say, two to one. This girl's winning. Wow. This girl's winning. So she doesn't win.
0: Right. Of course. Right.
1: Um, and now my bosses are pissed at me. That guy who <laughs> plays the Bernie Sanders clone on Succession is pissed at me. Mm-hmm. Um, these like weird twins are pissed at me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, my girlfriend is in a helicopter with this bloated Robin Evans, Robert Evans type guy is <laughs> spiraling out of control. I would completely forgotten that Lauren Caitlin Upland no longer had the the opal. So you know, that's
0: right. That opal you were mm-hmm. holding onto that opal for so long. Tough.
1: So yeah, things go bad. And basically, let's just say I had to use my salamander powers a lot that year. Uh, <laughs> I was losing things left and right.
0: Yeah. And in that way, it was less like Uncut Gems.
1: Yeah. I don't know why they took that out of the movie. Um,
0: yeah. That that uh, Adam Serber would have like webbed digits mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, And mm-hmm.
1: whenever he would, you know. Well, I don't want to spoil Uncut jam. Don't spoil. There, don't spoil. No. I will yeah, spoil yeah, yeah. Good Time for you, though. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: Well, I cried at the end, and that's true. All right. <laughs> well, let's take well, a break. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with some guests who also experienced this insane pageant moment. And awesome. we come back. Welcome back to First Hand. Uh, I'm Devin Field here with Greg, I'm Greg Gaunt. Gaunt.
1: Hi, Greg. <laughs> hey, <a little>. we're, <laughs> those are the fun little mistakes that make this magic, you know?
0: I didn't think a mistake was made, but um, I've learned a little about you and you calling it that. So mm-hmm. Okay, well, we, I
1: think we're all learning lessons then. <sighs>
0: uh, much like Miss...
1: Teen USA. Don't seg seg away (laughs) from this, Devin. Don't run away
0: from this. You know what? I just want... When when guests are here, I can't do this with you.
1: When this cruise is fucking over, we're done. Okay. Wow. This is not something that's that's been building within me. This hasn't been building up. This literally started (laughs) 10 seconds ago when you fucking cut me off. And then you said it wasn't a mistake. I'm quitting.
0: Well... This is difficult, but we're going to soldier on. Okay, Greg?
1: That was really mature of you, man. And I'm glad that... <laughs> Listen, you let's move on, okay? Please. Put that behind. Yeah, I'm stop, ready to move shut, on, to Let, Let's stop, stop all this, I'm going to quit after the cruise talk, okay? It's crazy. Let's just move on. <laughs>
0: okay. okay, well, we have two guests here that I want to get to because they have re- yes. a really important perspective on this event that we're talking about here. First and foremost... We have someone who's probably as at the heart of this answer as anyone. It's the pageant coach for Miss South Carolina. Please welcome Mimi. Mimi is joining us. Hello, Mimi.
2: Y'all, thanks so much for having me. And I'm just so glad you sorted your cruise because that's like fun in the middle of a pandemic. Oh yeah! yeah.
0: Well, if you let's see we can on. scare up a ticket for Mimi. You know, it is
1: in one week. We're doing our ish. We're doing our first hand cruise for the season finale. It's a mm-hmm. it's big. Uh, you should come. You should come. I mean, it's
2: oh my god! Lord knows I have the time, and not just because of the pandemic. I've been out of work since the nineties, and since the nineties <laughs> since since and you better believe. That pageant, the one y'all are discussing today, mm-hmm. that ruined me.
1: Well, ruined you. It sucks because you presumably won Miss South Carolina, right? You already I, you won that. That should be an accomplishment enough. I feel like.
2: Well, it was one that was taken away. You know, I used to be the top pageant coach for about a decade after winning. Miss Teen USA myself in the 80s. Get
0: out of town. Wow.
1: I,
2: I will not get out of town. Where would I go? <laughs> okay. Anyway. I'm good sorry.
1: point. That's a good point.
2: <laughs> anyway, so I had run the gambit for years. I coached every winner you had ever seen. And I gave them all the exact same advice. Do not mention Asia. And <laughs> do not mention Africa. <clears throat> And wouldn't you know it?
1: Uh,
2: wouldn't you know that Miss Upton stormed in there and mentioned both in less than a minute? Yikes. They say nothing about
0: Iraq, also. Mm-hmm.
2: That's fine. You can talk about that all you want. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not saying no to that. I'm not crazy. I'm trying to win. You've got Jesus to have Dennis. the hot topics. Okay. good leave Africa out of it. <laughs>
0: Can you explain, break down for us maybe why it is that one should leave Africa and Asia out of an answer, just in case I'm an idiot who doesn't understand why that's the case?
2: I'll tell you why, and that's a very good question, one that everybody in the pageant already knows the answer to. They can't understand you, so why are you talking to them? And it's as simple as that. It is as simple as that. Don't wow. talk to people that aren't going to understand you. You're going to come across as rude or ignorant. And she did both. What did I say? Uh,
1: I mean, uh, it's hard to, I want to, but it's hard to argue with that logic. I would love yeah. to
0: be able to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really feels like we should argue with mm-hmm. that logic. Like it might yeah. be the morally responsible thing to do, but I just can't.
2: I mean, you cannot argue with the winners yeah you can't argue with
0: you feel like you're sort of a bill
1: belichick type you know like people may not love you but you're a coach who gets the job done and you bring home the wins is that is
2: that i'll tell you what everybody loves to win so what's not to love about me
1: it's true i mean when i was setting the odds that year i was like oh who does miss south carolina have she's got mimi And as soon as I said, she's got Mimi, I'm like, this is a top five competitor for sure. I mean, you were ruthless back then.
2: I was ruthless back then. indeed. you had to be. Mm -hmm. If you paid attention to any of that swimsuit competition, you would know we were working with about a dozen knockouts. Okay. And you can put whatever fake on those girls that you want. You cannot deny that natural American beauty. So we need to be a cut above. We need to have naturally beautiful dialogue as well to match those healthy jugs we're trotting around the sides. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. We need the package. Do you, you understand do.
0: You need, you know, a pair, and I'm so glad you said it. I've always said a pair of healthy jugs is not uh-huh.
2: enough. You
0: know, mm-hmm. it's just it's not,
2: not enough. No, it is not enough. Now, y'all want to know what her answer was supposed to be? Do me a favor. Ask me the question, and I'll show you how we rehearsed it.
1: I will. I would love to. So I'll be Amy, I'll be Amy Teagarden here, and I'll, I'll tee you up. Pun intended. What? Recent yeah. polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think that is?
2: Because Americans are not willing to discriminate against the blind. We are equal. Now, how's that for a winning answer?
0: Did you say discriminate against the blind?
2: Yes, if the blind can't see a map, I have no right looking at one.
0: I see? Oh, I see. This is brilliant because this understand? is reframing the question.
1: You know? Yes, you you're, understand?
0: You, you're answering it on your
2: terms. And That's if I'm in they... that audience,
1: I'm saying Amy Teagarden's canceled now. What does she hate blind people? Fuck you, Julie Taylor. That's,
2: what you know? I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Oh.
1: Why do you and think? There you go. Why do you think Lord Caitlin, whatever you want to call her, why do you think she she botched it?
2: If I'm being honest with you.
0: Please be honest.
2: I think it's because of her parents. Because of her parents. You know, okay. her mom and I used to compete together. This is the story they won't tell you. Her mom and I used to compete together. And she was popping about Asia and Africa, left, right and center. You can't believe the things this woman was saying. Where they are, who's there, people having a tough time. Come on, I said, lady. for God's sake, I don't have time for this. Anyways. So it wow. comes down to me and her one year. And it comes uh-huh. down to the question. We are tied. We are neck and neck. Okay? So it comes down to the question that they ask us. Do you know what that question was? We were asked the same question. But okay. Know. And they had to stop doing that after this year.
0: <laughs> right, where they ask every was, contestant the same question. Mm-hmm.
2: You know what that question was? Go ahead. Yeah. They said, how do you plan to end world hunger? Okay. Okay. You know, she, you know what she said?
1: What'd she say?
2: She said to feed more kids in Africa and Asia. Okay.
0: Wow. So
1: that's that what coming. she said.
2: Saw that coming. Do you know what I said? Do you know okay. What I you said say?
0: I'm scared to find out, but go ahead.
2: I said, feed them dreams. One feed trophy them later, dreams. feed them dreams. And one trophy later, look who's walking out of a pageant. Thank you. Wow. That was
1: the year you won. You that won. was the year
2: I won. <laughs> wow. And her mom has been but hurt about it. But it's hard.
0: It's funny because you know, it is still a hopeful answer. Feed them dreams. It's not a practical answer. It makes me Mm-mm. sad, but it also Mm-mm. makes me hopeful, you know. Did if you, you
2: dream of food, you can eat food. We all saw it in Hook. hook. Yes, a movie.
0: Yeah. This is and you and I notice you're wearing a lot of hook merchandise. I know that you're a big yes hook.
2: I super am. Person. Yes, I am. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, did you follow you. up? Did you follow up on it? Did
1: those kids ever wind up getting those dreams or did they get, did, did it happen? Did it come true?
2: I'll tell you what it did. Cause I adopted one of them. Wouldn't, you know, but I had, wow. the, I had the politeness not to mention it.
1: So you did it before the pageant and didn't bring it up.
2: Yes. As a teen, I adopted a child wow. from Africa, but I didn't bring it up because I'm here to air out my personal business. I'm here trying to end world hunger.
0: I mean, it's you're a go getter, you know, Thank you. You, you're s- you. solution oriented.
2: Well, I can tell you what, after she gave that answer, I was about to go get her and rip her off that. Stage. Damn Mimi. Damn. What'd
1: Hell you say to yeah. her? What'd you say to her when she stepped she back? Said to
2: her, you know what I said to her? I looked her right in her baby little eyes, being wiped down with her grubby little hands. And all I said to her, after years of working together, I looked right at her and all I said to her was, even your jerks can't save you now.
1: <laughs> wow, mm-hmm. that's got to be tough to hear. Well,
2: she always won healthiest jugs or most ample bosom competition, depending on what disc, uh, district you're in. You know, they change. Yeah, it. they change. Right yeah. district. Yeah,
1: I'm ashamed <laughs> to say that I did run odds for a few of those as well, and it it but gets it was pretty a
2: different time. It was you know, a different time,
0: different. You no, know?
1: so the
2: mm-hmm. girls liked it then. The girls liked it then. It was nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> to know where you stand. Difference. To know where you stand
1: because it's not like best or biggest jugs it's not it's healthiest jugs it's, healthy. it's, it's about health it's um, healthy
2: if i didn't win i should probably go see my doctor that's mm-hmm. how you knew back then if you were okay or not
0: that's right mm-hmm. uh, it's al- it was almost like a televised mammogram of some kind you know like yeah you know, I'm,
2: gonna say, I'm gonna say it's exactly that
0: okay yeah. good well great
1: Pre Obamacare, a lot of people's healthcare screening would be you'd do a pageant for whatever part of your body you were worried (laughs) about, and that was how you would get that was sort of like you're going to a GP, and then if the pageant was like something's up, you go see a specialist, you know.
2: Well, let's just say two trophies and one appendix later, I am fine.
1: (laughs) So you entered a you entered a healthiest appendix
2: pageant at one point. <laughs> yes, and and I found out I did not have one. Got rid of it. Came back round two trophies.
1: Wow, that's yep. amazing. You want a healthiest cool appendix le- without an appendix with no yeah. appendix?
0: I
2: mean, yeah, that's you'd a be surprised. Yeah, you'd be surprised how busted those appendixes are. Wow.
0: Wow. It's like Airbud rules where there's nothing in the rule book that says if you don't have an appendix, you can't win healthiest appendix.
2: Oh, God, he is so brave. Now that's a winner.
0: <laughs> Airbud. Would you like to manage Airbud and the
1: dog?
2: Oh, he don't magic? need me. He don't he, need yeah. me. He, yeah, don't. That guy,
0: he nearly
1: ruined me. I mean, when I saw one of the players, because I was running odds for middle school basketball back then, and when I saw one of the players was a fucking golden retriever, I'm like, Good don't night. overthink this, Greg. The, he doesn't have opposable thumbs. He can't hold a ball. It, <laughs> he's going to be slide. He can't wear shoes. He's got little ca- paws and claws sliding around. Uh, that that almost ruined me. I mean, that, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, everyone bet the odds. They, you know, they 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 were getting AirBuds team plus twenty five points, and I I got destroyed in that. I
2: sorry. Oh God! Well, you don't know until you know.
0: Yeah. You live and learn. So are you doing anything with pageants anymore? I know you said it's been tough since.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. I recently got into what they call a virtual pageant. And basically, uh, due to COVID, everybody is competing from home. And the categories have changed a bit. And I recently was actually asked to judge one of them.
1: Oh, that's fun.
2: I am coming in as a guest judge. I'm very excited. And it's a category that I can definitely relate to, one that I notoriously won over the years. Oh,
1: what category is that?
2: Best opinions.
1: <laughs> Best
2: opinions.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Yep.
3: Best opinions.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm excited to I'm see opinions. Yeah, thank you. And I'm excited to see the opinions that the girls and boys. We had to let those little guys in there. I'm excited <laughs> to see the opinions that everybody brings to the table. What,
1: yeah. what do you look for in a young in a teen's opinions? What what are you looking for there?
2: I'm looking for fast, get it out. Don't think <laughs>
1: That's okay? important. That's always important, important when you're yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm looking for loud. If I can't hear you, I can't believe you.
1: That is I'm looking so for true.
2: loud volume. That's a big one. And I'm looking for something you can't take back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you want a line to be crossed. Yeah. You, no
2: this is, this public public is where ecology. I stand. Yeah. Right.
0: This is a quote that will follow me around for the rest of my life. What I'm about to say will be top of my Wikipedia. Exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: People people are either gonna like this or I'm gonna be have to be a proud boy after this, that type of thing.
2: <laughs> yep, yeah, exactly. And Not I'm very fair. proud. Yeah. I'm very proud. I agree. Everybody should be of their opinions. Well,
0: that's right. good advice. And it's one that I want to apply to this podcast, Greg. I want to speak everything fast, loud, and maybe regret it afterwards. You know We've
1: always mm. lived by those rules here, and I think yeah. we can go even harder on it. And wow. and I think Maybe it's time to bring in our next guest here. Uh yes. Mimi I, we I, we hope you'll stick around. Don't and- go anywhere, Mimi. Don't go, Mimi, go anywhere.
0: To coach us through the rest of this episode.
1: Please.
2: You know I won't.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. okay. It's, it's big big sip from a margarita after cigar- Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay. I <laughs> yeah, know. it's
1: sort of like a mint julep <laughs> looking, but it's clearly a margarita. <laughs> like there's salt uh, on the rim of a I don't know. Right. It it's, it's like southern, but not, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Let's bring in another guest here. This is a a person from slightly even earlier in Miss Upton's uh young life. We have uh one of her high school English teachers, Mr. Porter. Welcome, Mr. Porter. Wow.
3: Hello y'all. How y'all doing? Uh good. Been, How are you? I'm, you know, I've I've uh I've been I've been pretty good. Um, you know, uh I It's just nice finally to uh to to see my star student um get get a little bit of coverage and and notoriety that I knew she would deserve when she was in my class. Um, And it is, you know, under uh, unfortunate circumstances that most people have come out and, and, you know, gotten to know her, but I knew her and I tutored her. She was one of my star pupils. Um, Mm -hmm. I I coached her in her, in her, uh, her sort of, her senior project, which was a a project that you do. Uh, It was a geography project that she did. Uh, and I I uh, coached her through that, helped her with the paper, and h- helped her with her oral presentation uh, for that. And so it was finally it was finally nice to see her use the skills that I feel like I helped teach her um, back in the okay. day uh, for some some good, you know. And and I do understand that what she said sounded kind of silly. Still going. And I do know that that a lot of people say um, you know she's not good at that stuff. Um, but but I just well, want to guess- say that I. I think no, she please. did a really good job. He's still she, going, yeah. yeah. She did a really good job, he and seems,
0: he's really clinging to the fact that she thinks she did a really good job. She just um, did
3: so fantastic, and it's just nice. It's nice that she was able to get up there and compete, and uh, and it was nice for me to see her do that. It was really really good. I'm I'm happy for her, and I'm happy hope. that y'all are it like also, it was gonna <laughs> uh okay. i'm happy that y'all I'm, are also covering I, her say, I feel it, like
0: we we need mimi to come in here and wake this guy up and tell him she did how not dare
2: do this question, you something how <laughs> dare you storm in here confessing to be the one that was her ultimate demise and you're gonna sit here and lie that she did good my god you certainly know how to make an opinion and if it weren't for that i would not like you but unfortunately my good sir i do
0: Interesting. Wow. Okay, a okay, what a whirlwind.
3: started. <laughs> and then sort of I'm, I'm the not so back sure. the original way. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not so sure. Mr. Porter, as you said, knows how to make an opinion. I think he's been trying <laughs> to get this one out. <laughs> For a little
0: while, well, it, you know uh, what, Mr. Porter, let's go to the text, okay? because yeah. uh, you let's know. break it down, yeah, like you are an English teacher. You, you're yeah. you're someone who t- taught her the written word. And maybe we could just go piece by piece here in terms of yeah. how much fucking sense you think it makes. Um, so right but, out
1: the right out the gate, I personally believe that
3: u s Americans, how are we doing so far? <laughs> well, uh, she's identified who she's talking about. Uh she personally believes, and the the persons that she's talking about are US Americans. So so far I see no problem with what she said.
2: Okay. She's being
3: very clear about who she's talking about and Mm -hmm. who the perspective from which this statement is coming from. So okay. Okay. A plus in my book already. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. All right. Well, then she
3: she goes on to say that US
1: Americans are unable to do so because uh some uh people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh I believe that our education- okay. lo- I can see what you're doing
3: here. You're taking the uhs that she did and you're, and you're emphasizing those as sort of a, you're trying to say it makes her sound stupid or whatever. But I'll tell you this, everybody does it. And it's a tool that I taught all my kids in their, in their presentation. Mm-hmm. I you said, taught them
0: to add I said,
3: I said to them, listen, when you're on the spot, it's sometimes hard to come up with a thought all in one piece. If you need to buy yourself some time, Here's a few different words and phrases that you can use to do so.
2: You well, then use, she, uh, must have, she must have bought herself a grandfather clock because you had her drag that out.
3: I, hey, but she got through it, okay? And, and What else and, yes, besides uh was there? Yeah, well, what other for, phrases? You can throw us in there. You can, add, uh, you can add things like, does that make sense? You can add <laughs> things like, uh, do you know what I mean? Or are you following me? Or you can simply sort of look up at the sky and thought as if you're deep in, in a thoughtful sort mm-hmm. of thing. And then say, mm-hmm. and then take a long pause. And just as long as on your face, it looks like you're thinking, you can take as much time as you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and if look, I'll give her one note on that little bit. I think she should have taken some pauses. Okay. I think she should taken some pauses. She, well, I felt like she did kind of put too many words in there. If she had taken out some us and just done a thoughtful pause, I think people wouldn't be in here saying that she didn't do good and she wouldn't have gone viral in the first place. So I just think it's a tool, okay? Did she overuse the tool? Maybe. But she got through the thought. And if you, Let me continue, ask you something, it about, actually got pretty good. Well, before we continue for a sec, so it seems like
0: part of your instruction of English is teaching kids to stall when speaking. I just didn't, like... Well,
3: well, it's not stalling. It's it's pacing your thought. That okay? right there was a bit stalling. Well, maybe I. Well,
1: <laughs> now he's looking up yeah. at the sky. He's looking I'm up sorry. at the sky.
2: I mean, <laughs> Mr. Porter, Mr. Porter, you're trying to buy some time with an empty bank account. It ain't working.
3: <laughs> well, so- I am a teacher. Yep. I am a teacher and I do. Hey, I have an empty bank account in more way than one. Okay. Oh, so what a clap okay,
2: he is good. What a he clap is good. <laughs> He's good.
0: He's well. Remember you like him, Mimi. Remember you decided at the <laughs> end that you did <laughs> like him.
2: So and and as it I'll turns out, <laughs> out at the end of the day, I like
3: him. <laughs> and right. here's what I'll say. Y'all see what I just did there. This is another rhetorical technique that I taught people, which I wish Lauren had done. Okay, and she realized that the audience was turning on her. That Mario Lopez was standing there with a dumbfounded look on his face. <laughs> she should have thrown in a little bit of of shade, a little roast. You say something like, "I mean." This idiot here knows what I'm talking about.
0: Okay. Girl. So just a, just a side swipe left. of
3: Yes. Like, uh, yeah. Because, I, I, again, guys, it's hard to form a full thought without without time to formulate it. She didn't hear the question in advance, so she couldn't write something. So she had to do it from the top of her head. So no, she we know. she had to no, use she knew. some of my rhetorical techniques.
2: I'm sorry, Mr. Porter, but she knew. We practiced, and there was no ums in our rehearsal. She, knew. she well, was
1: supposed to say that it was because Americans support blind people.
3: I, and listen, I, I agree wholeheartedly with your opinion on that. I do believe that that would have been a good answer, but I think she was trying to serve, service so many people in that audience who needed to hear so many different things. Because I'll tell you this, Mimi, a lot of those people in that audience were not blind, so they could not relate to that perspective. Uh-huh. Oh okay and and so she had to she had to expand a little bit she had to include more people than just the hmm. scene
2: community. typical cool man coming in here telling okay. me who and who not is blind. i don't need to hear it
3: <laughs> i'm it, not I, I just want to say, say i just, just want a picture for the listener
0: where mimi is in front of a copy of her book i don't want to hear it and mr porter <laughs> is in front of a copy of his book Did y'all see what i just did there so yeah. <laughs> And, and these I don't are know, two how, titans of this, you know, speech industry.
1: <laughs> I'm. I got a copy of both these. But I'm looking at Mr. Porter's book jacket here, and where the blurb Thank would you. be, it's just a picture of him staring up at the sky, and he
3: it seems sounds like he, about because I,
2: right. because Deep the viewer gets
3: to tell the story. There, you see what I'm saying? I no. think. I think. <laughs> well, uh, another assessment that I think would have been more fair for Lauren's speech at that at that pageant was that she wanted the audience to do a little bit of work, okay? That's another mm-hmm. thing that I teach my kids in, my, in, in rhetoric classes. You don't want to lay your point out so clear that nobody in the audience has to think about it, okay? If you give mm-hmm. them every little crumb, you give them every little crumb, and you walk them straight to the point, th- I mean, what's the purpose of that? That, that's, that, doesn't, that doesn't benefit anybody. You just sure. want them to turn their minds off and listen to you. So I tell my kids, throw a little non sequitur in there. Throw some like phrase something a little bit weird, you know. At hey, say hey, add an extra word in there that you're just like, did she mean to put that word in there? Because it sounded like she just like when she says such as in there. I'll tell you this that I thought was brilliant because everybody remembers exactly what she said because they remember that such as.
2: I will say it was a bold move to say such as and Mm. place it where she did. And that was actually one of the highlights of the speech to me.
0: Okay, Mimi giving it up for that. (laughs) For
2: the such as, for the such as.
0: I mean, it's the iconic moment, Okay, It
2: is the iconic moment.
0: (laughs) I want to know where everyone
1: comes down on what I talked about earlier with Devin, what I thought was really her sticking the landing, which is those final three words. For our children. Now, how did we all feel about that? Mimi, did you like the for our children ending? Was that part of the original plan?
2: For me, he knows I can't have kids. So I saw that as an attack. (laughs)
1: Okay. Oh, a personal bar.
2: No, I did not like that part. And sorry, Mr. Porter, that I'm not going to throw an extra word in here so that you can think about it. Because the bottom line is, I did not like that part.
3: Damn. Mimi, I just want to go ahead. I want to come out and say, it, Mimi, we are not at odds with each other. Okay?
2: We are not. I like <laughs> you quite a bit.
0: No, it's just it's purely a tone thing. Mm-hmm. It's just <laughs> hitting your ear as if they hate each other, but they
3: which, really are getting along. Which to me, yes, exactly. This is exactly how you create intrigue. You say mm-hmm. you you say things in a way that it causes an audience's ear to perk up. Okay. The, the way she sort of, sort of circles around ideas in her answer and sort of almost hits it, the audience is drawing the line between the dots in those moments. Sure. They, the audience understands exactly what she's saying because she's just sort of hinting at her point. So you teach forcing- your students to
1: like basically edge the audience. They're edging the audience by like brushing
3: up against the point or... So you're talking about the sex thing, the sex... We're talking about the sex
0: act edging. Yeah. 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 Mm
3: -hmm. Right. Okay. I don't use those terms, but I guess if I'm thinking about uh, what that sort of analogy would mean in this context, yes, I think... You do want to walk them right up to the edge of, of, see, so of understanding the point I, you're trying to make.
0: I thought you were a bit, uh, I thought you were familiar with edging because I'm seeing a copy of your other book, which I think is a guide to edging. It's your shirtless right. on the cover and it says, did y'all see what I almost did there?
2: Exactly, <laughs> I read yeah, that. yeah I read
3: Well, you know, as I said, as I said, you know. Forward you by the edge. That's true. He's my cousin. No and right. shit. Way to is, believe, Mr. Porter. Yes. Well, I don't like again. I don't like to give people everything because I don't. I I don't like to feel like I'm 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 taking shortcuts. And I feel like coming out in front of everybody. First thing you say is hi. My name is Mr. Porter. My cousin is the Edge. Immediately, everybody wants to hear everything that you yeah. guys say.
2: Right. So,
3: and I want to earn it. I want to earn it. And that's what I also want from all my students. I don't want them to take any shortcuts. I want them to formulate their thoughts speak them as clearly as possible and then and then have whatever happens happen.
2: Well okay? I've got bad news for you, Mr. Porter, because that's exactly what you're doing and I do not it. <laughs> it, it, it didn't sound like bad morning.
3: news. So it was like good
2: news in a
3: way. Uh, yeah, you know? I got I got I scared. You. I thought she was gonna come down on me.
2: So you had to take news? And your, your to get back every to, night at 6 p.m. Let you know if this one's hitting you like a ton of bricks or not. Get real. Get,
3: get real. real, Mr. Porter. <laughs> get real, I will Mr. Porter. get real. And just, just to get back to your point about my edging book. Yes, I do. I did write a book on sexual edging. Uh right. sort of I'm not shaming you. I think uh, that's great. Confusion. Right. And it's just, you know, it's not as, as family friendly as my other works. Uh, you know, it's a little, it's a little more risque, uh, but honestly, so it sold more copies than my adult course. So (laughs) so it's, it's the one that's really putting food on the table these days. But, uh, but yeah, you know, I, I, what I really wanted to come on here and talk about is, is just how I feel like my prize pupil, Lauren Upton has, has been, been, been dragged in the, through the mud over the past, how many years, 12 years? Thirteen years, fourteen yes, years—who who years. knows? <laughs> she's still when getting we get dragged around through to the mud. This. <laughs> she's still getting dragged through the mud today. She's still a laughing you stock, d- and I just want everybody yeah. out there to know that she's a person. That's all I want them to know. She's okay. a person who has thoughts, and not—and listen, you've all been there. How many times, all three of y'all? How many times have you been in front of a group of people, and they've asked you a question, and you've said something? that you've said a sentence that should have been eight words, but you ended up saying a, a sentence that's 135 words. You know what I mean? We've mm-hmm. all been there. We talk too much.
0: Let me think about, let me think about when was the last time I was in front of a crowd and asked a question and an an answer that should have been eight words ended up being
1: Mm -hmm. 100. Yeah, let me think about that. that. Um, Mm -hmm. um, um,
3: um, um, Look at y'all buying time. You're buying time. (laughs) time. uh, Well, uh, such as. exactly
2: what I'm talking about. I have and I never will speak more than 50 words at a time. Because those are the pageant rules.
0: Uh, it's true. We need a sort of short shotgun bursts of her of personality. And it is very effective. And I, I am jealous of that.
2: Well, I hate to break it to you, but thank you.
0: <laughs> okay, and again, I, I think, yeah, another. <laughs> not a problem. Like, well, Mr. Porter, I mean, so she's a person. It's important for us to remember mm-hmm. that. And, uh, you know, I guess I'm just, what would your advice be? To anyone else, any other young person who finds themselves in Caitlin's situation and becomes the victim of sort of a viral moment like this of maybe saying something that wasn't
3: exactly what they meant to say. That's a very good question. Thank you. I think stall, everybody out there, if you really think about it, stall, <laughs> stall. needs to think needs to think about what they would do if they were in her shoes. And her shoes, they're smaller than yours, maybe. Stop. But you should probably stop. be able to feel the feelings that she felt by putting yourself mentally into the shoes that she was wearing. Like Pageant less. shoes. Okay. They're sort of like that's a high heels, maybe.
2: They're, six, they're high heels, and they're made of crystal.
3: Mean, <laughs> the point. And so what I, would, what I would say to everybody out there is that you need to do such things as listen wow. and as look around and okay. like he is in, currently uh, looking take around. In, uh, take in take in your surroundings in and read a book <laughs> he's really and, he's hold, holding up know. both
0: copies of his books when he says mm-hmm. read a
3: book <laughs> and <laughs> and yeah. learn about people whose experiences have been different from yours such as uh, oh. uh, children like he in keeps, uh, poverty. He keeps and, teasing or, us with a point. Or, it's driving me crazy. I really want to so get close. to this point. Oh, God. I'm so fucking close. And, and so, I guess what I'm trying to say at the end of is. the day when all is. is said and done. At the end of the day, oh, God. Like we're winding down. The point I'm... Sometimes people <laughs> don't actually say the thing they intend to say when they're talking. Okay, fuck this.
1: We got to go to a break.
0: (laughs) Greg, we got to go to a break.
1: Okay, Greg, please. Okay, fuck. right. (laughs) All right, let's take a break. We'll take a quick break and then we'll be back with Mimi and Mr. Porter.
0: Welcome back to First Hand Uh, We're here with Mimi and Mr. Porter and we've been enjoying some of these mojito margaritas during the break. Um, Really tasty stuff. I feel like we're all now in a kind of a work, comfortable, friendly, like workshoppy place, you know, like we're just, uh, we're all people who have different theories about what makes the best pageant winner, you know, that's all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mimi, would
1: you come next week on the Monsanto Presents the First Hand Cruise on the listenership and come make drinks for people? Because I don't know. Devin, did That'd we sort fun. out drinks?
0: Uh, I was under the impression that it was a booze free for all, like not an open bar, but a free for all bar where you could just yeah. whoever gets it, gets it.
2: You're out of your mind if you think I was ever leaving.
0: <laughs> hey, hello. There we go. That's that Absolutely. radical. She's like Judge Judy or something, you know? It's like she hates everyone else, but she loves me. That's what it feels <laughs> That like. works. That works. Um, so what we're going to do today, since we're kind of all discussing... What makes a good pageant winner? How do we handle ourselves in these moments of pressure when we have to answer these questions under the gun? And so, you know what? We're going to put our money where our mouth is. We're all going to take a crack at it. We're gonna, Greg's going to read us some pageant questions. Mm-hmm. And Greg, if you send me one for yourself, I can ask you that question. I will um, I will do that. And um, and we'll, Greg and I will we'll go first. I'll I'll uh Greg you can ask me a question we'll just do our best to put ourselves in these shoes, in these tiny pageant shoes as Mr. Porter was talking about. Great. Uh, so Devin,
1: um you're you're, you're going to be yeah, Miss I'm Teen just, You're I, Miss I, okay. Teen Washington, all right? Miss Teen right? Washington trying Hailing to become
0: from Wenatchee, Washington and I I'm, I'm channeling Mimi. I'm thinking of short bursts of loud Confidence. Okay, give it to me, Greg.
1: If you could meet anyone from history, who
0: would it be and why? First of all, for me personally, I think you asking me this question is offensive. (laughs) And I think no one should be forced to learn history of any kind. If I wanted to learn history... If I wanted to learn history, I'd turn on the damn history channel. And even then, they'd only tell me about ancient aliens. Listen, motherfuckers, I think that if you want to eat dinner with someone, it should be someone alive in your own goddamn family. You heard? I don't know why I closed on <laughs> you. Wow. head. Sorry. Wow. I just forcing through me. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. I'll wow. tell you nerve-wracking. Pretty forceful.
2: I'll tell you what, you can't take that back.
0: See, and that's what I was trying to go for. I figured, you know what, I could mm-hmm. pussyfoot around this subject, but or I could dive right in.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: wow, yeah, you really I seem like you mean, went. I, oh, Mr. Ahead. Porter's got a note. I guess here we go.
3: No, I was just gonna say. I listen. I don't want to. I don't want to give you a note. It's not a note. I'm just asking you from your sort of comfortability level. Did it feel good to to talk so consistently? For such a long amount of time without any breaks or pauses because uh, it felt like in my opinion you could have spaced it out a little bit you could have given us a little bit less and allowed okay. us to sort of walk the walk walk that line a little bit ourselves
0: That's- i'll tell you what mr porter it's an interesting thought because even though i kind of fundamentally hate everything you said um i do have to sort of agree that while i was talking i did feel terrible i did i was sort of quaking yeah, and um, nauseous and i just really felt like i might hurt someone or myself uh so and that came there's something through, about the terror of it i'm willing to try anything you know
1: yeah, because you did seem like you really went from wow. the Mimi school of pageant answering as opposed look, to the Mr. Porter.
0: Hey, as Mimi has often screamed to me, if it ain't broke, shut the fuck up, you
1: know?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're not about to pass out,
1: you're to you Wow. <laughs> Another pearl of wisdom.
0: There you go. Yeah, All right. Greg, it's your turn. I, I put question the
1: question. Yeah, I wrote it down. Yeah, on you're you're Miss Team it Ohio. You. Mm-hmm. from New Concord, Ohio. If you had to
0: pick someone besides your wealth... Oh, Jesus Christ.
3: Take your time. Right. Take your now I'm
0: looking at the ABT garden going, you really nailed it. Okay. Take your
3: time. Here we take go. your time, Devin. Take your time with it. Add a pause in there. Remember, remember all the tools you have your Uh, You <laughs> can say, does this make sense? Okay, I got it. You can say, okay. does this make sense? You know what I mean? <laughs> you understand? You have all those... Yeah, I got that. Yes, Okay. Listen, okay, (laughs) Greg, if
0: you had to pick someone besides yourself to win this pageant, who would it be?
1: Wow. I mean, there's so many qualified uh, young women here who are, I'm sure, going to be future leaders of America. I think if I had to pick someone... I would, par- I would probably pick uh, Katie Fitzgerald from Georgia because I laid uh, $40 on her at 51 to 1 odds and parlayed it with Natasha from Montana winning Healthiest Jugs. And so the multiplier on those is paying off at over 250, at over plus 250. So I'm looking at a big payday of about, you know, uh, 500 bucks or so. Um don't check my math. Uh, uh, yeah, so I would choose Katie and then Natasha for the jugs. And then I would choose myself to show because I bet on myself to show, which is third place in horse terms
3: because I feel like I'm a horse. Good night.
0: <laughs> okay. Wow. wow I, lost I lost it at the
3: end. I lost it at the end. No, but here's the thing. I loved all that. That first little bit that was sort of just like meaningless, just sort of letting you in there. No, you know no, what I, I had mean? No, it meaning. Right, Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, to the outsiders, it kind of felt like you were just vamping to get to the good stuff, which I loved because it gave us time to un- to sort of learn your cadence, you know? Mm-hmm. And then a couple of those uhs that you threw in there I thought were really perfectly placed. I don't think uh, there were any. Could have used think, a little but... bit more. I'll, you go mm-hmm. back and listen to the recording. Mm-hmm. There were there a few some. of them. Uh, there was a yeah, few in there. So.
2: A lot of times it's what? subconscious,
3: folks. It's subconscious. Yep
2: i tell you what i love you showing math it was fun it was flirty and believe you me those judges love a little of intellectual attention okay. wow. wow that's
0: nice greg you're doing okay with me me uh that's okay. And I personally um, thought it was um, really exciting when we got into the minutiae of win, place, or show parlay, the, that sort of betting mm-hmm. structure. That mm-hmm. it was yeah. just mm-hmm. like, I was sitting, leaning forward, uh, you know? Should, should um, I have talked about the props? Oh, I should have talked
3: no, about the props. you know what? Right?
1: No, uh, don't I beat yourself up. Uh, I
2: didn't, didn't miss, miss it. I didn't miss it.
1: Didn't miss it? Okay. Okay. All now, right,
0: well, Mimi. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Mimi, I got a question for you, okay?
2: And I've got an answer
1: wow the confidence
0: and that's even its own little when they say we're gonna ask you a question you could throw something like that in you
2: know well technically you're given two answers and (laughs) love, there you go
1: mimi uh are you from south carolina we didn't ask what state are you representing here
2: uh oh you mean right now in this game or originally 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 i'm from south carolina and in this game i'm representing south carolina (laughs)
1: Great. Another little little whiplash there, but I loved it. Okay. Miss South Carolina, what Mm -hmm. would you say to people who do not believe that pageants are a good influence on women?
2: Oh, yeah? Well, take a look at me now. When I grew up, I was playing sports. And you know where that got me to? Knocking out all my teeth. Now, you ask yourself this. You want to be a toothless woman for the rest of your life? No. What you want to be is a beautiful woman, and you're only going to get there by doing pageants. You tell me how that's putting pressure on women to be something that they can't realistically achieve. Oh, please.
1: Wow. Me, me. Wow. Wow. Damn. Here's what I I want to latch on to. Please. When you said, do you want to be a toothless woman for the rest of your life? (laughs) That felt both literal and like a metaphor. Yeah, right. Toothless, Mm -hmm. and, but also toothless, you know? And that Mm -hmm. spoke to me because I feel like sometimes I'm toothless, literally and metaphorically.
2: And it's tough.
1: Mm -hmm. It's
2: tough, man. Because you know what happens when you're toothless? You can't take a bite out of life.
0: See, and
3: wow. there's another
2: little
0: bonus answer wow. you can toss in. I mean, this is really feels like, Mimi, I think you perfectly executed on your mission, which is <laughs> to just sort of make people think that something was said, Thank you know? You. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. And wow. Okay, let's hear from Mr. Porter. I mean, because this is, right. now we're going to see the meeting of the styles, you know? Okay, here we
1: go, they Mr. To, Porter.
2: Hey, get ready. This ought to take a while, and I am all ears.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mr. reporter what state do you want to represent in the game
3: uh well i was born uh in northeastern north carolina moved to south carolina when i was six years old so i'll say i'm from uh north carolina great, great. so oh, miss okay. north carolina uh
1: how would you balance high school and your extracurricular activities if you were to win this title
3: mm. Great start. That's a very interesting question. You know, I personally believe that if I were to win this title, which we all are aware of what that title is and what it means, I would take the responsibilities that come along with it and I would try my very best to sort of fold them in to the responsibilities that I have in my everyday life, which are things. Uh, like um, continuing to finish uh, the books that I'm writing, Uh, spending time with friends, family, colleagues, and other people. I would also like to think that this title wouldn't change who I am as a person because I believe that we as people on America have a duty to stay consistent and good. Because if we don't do those things, then we as people will never connect with each other.
2: And if we do not
3: connect with each other, then we will never connect with anything or anybody. And what we need to make sure is... That we, as people, do connect with oh, each other and <laughs> ourselves. Because there's nothing worse than living <laughs> your life not knowing who you are or uh-huh. the people who are also around. Da, 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 da. And no, at the end of the day, the only thing we have to fear... <laughs> Is what fear is itself. fear and, itself, which is a thing no, that no. people have said.
2: Oh often. my god, at the end wow. of the day, which is when the expect <laughs>
3: wow. <laughs> Mr. Porter. Are you even done, Mr. Porter?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, I could say I know that I would get the music, the music would play, (laughs) and I'd have to stop. Yeah, I uh, think the music would have definitely come in at some point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had plenty more to say, but that would be my concise answer. Well,
0: listeners, take your pick. You could have the Mimi School, which (laughs) is kind of shout about something even you didn't fully hear or want to hear. (laughs) <laughs> or the Mr. Porter school of always be talking. Mm. Yeah. Or
1: the, or the Greg school, which had no ums and which had no filler, all killer, mm. and everything was really substantive and great.
0: Or the or Devin school of just kind of close your eyes and step on the gas. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: The you point know? is stay in school <laughs> and hey, If
1: there it, is a that point to this whole episode That is yes. in school
0: Really nice close I think Well I mean guys this has been such a journey I feel like we've all learned so much Mimi is there anything you'd like to let the listeners know about Any plugs you might have
2: Yes First of all I would like it if you all would check out my podcast. It's called Tell Like It Is and Tell It To Me, and I will say it right on back to you. <laughs> and I'm looking the, at some of the out.
1: merch. I'm looking at some of the merch you brought it's with it's you, be, and it's a little it's bit unwieldy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: These are mm-hmm. a lot
1: of XXXXLs. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. It's a podcast that takes commitment, and as it turns out, it also takes equipment. Which we are a little short of <laughs> at the time. So we have yet to release an episode. Okay. But we okay. have had the social medias going for about a year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's great. So everyone check those out. Check out those socials. And then you, you know you'll get the rest at some point. Mr. Porter, what about you?
3: Well, of course, you can buy either of my books. Do you see what I just did there? Do you <coughs> see what I almost just did there? Um, obviously 18 plus for the second one. Um, but also if you want to, my nephew-in-law has a website that he does with his friends. It's called uh, biggrandewebsite.com big that you can go to. And he does comedy with them guys. Uh, uh-huh. I don't get it, but he seems to think it's funny. Um, but you can go there and you can get some podcasts from him. Uh yeah I've heard some of their bullshit joke. I don't
0: think it's funny either yeah
3: so It's pretty hard to it's pretty impenetrable unless um you're a, you're a psychopath uh uh-huh. as well as hey as we got tell. good news about our listenership
1: uh we we, yeah. we ran the data <laughs> we ran the data and I think it's about 85% psychopaths listening mm-hmm.
2: to this Oh fantastic oh, god fantastic. you are a card and I am playing for keeps my god <laughs>
1: Wow. these should be the shirts these yeah, should be the they, shirts well, she's full of them I mean, you know you're a yeah. shirt factory
0: you're oh, a busted okay. tease you're a walking busted <laughs> tees. <laughs> tees. yes well that's been it for this episode of firsthand and tune in next week for the, the, the finale next week, show I mean, up who knows when they're coming out show goodbye mentorship <laughs> everyone <laughs>